Good morning, class. Good morning, Hi, I'm Keith Moore, and this is Faith School. Faith School's the place where my spirit gets fed, where my faith grows stronger, and where I learn how to be an overcomer. And it is happening. It is happening. We're getting a good stream of testimonies of people saying, man, I'm, I'm growing I'm, I got free from fear. I got free from wavering and doubt. And I feel stronger in my walk with the Lord than I ever have. So this is not a waste of your time. Uh, put aside everything that could distract you. Turn off some things. Come on into the classroom. Give this your full attention for the next few minutes. Father, all of us agree together as touching this, asking you for utterance asking you for the anointing, asking you for the working and moving of your Holy Spirit on everyone to see and hear and understand and get answers and get direction. We thank you for it, and we purpose not to be hearers only, but to be doers of it. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Thank you, Lord. Would you look, please, in our great textbook, the infallible textbook, the perfect textbook. At 1 John, the fifth chapter, we have been on for a, a few weeks now, actually, a subject that we're calling faith that overcomes, overcoming faith. And it comes from, that, that thought comes from this passage here in 1 John 5, 1, says, whosoever believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. That's the only way you are born again, born from above, is by exercising faith that Jesus is the Christ. He is not just a man who lived and died, a good moral teacher, a good moral example. He's more than that. He, he was born without an earthly father. He was born by a miracle conceived miraculously. And he lived and exemplified, demonstrated, pleasing God and obeying the Father perfectly without sinning <laughs> his entire life, showing it's possible to do it as a human being. And then he went to the cross and didn't, didn't go there for his own mistakes and failures, but took our place. And the full brunt of the judgment on sin and disobedience and rebellion fell on him. And he became sin with our sin and was judged in our place. And even died and went to the heart of the earth. And then, hallelujah, after three days and nights, was raised from the dead. Now, if you doubt any of that, you are not saved. You are not born from above, and you are not headed to heaven. 
And I know a lot of people don't like that. They go, oh, you know, you're, you, you need to be more inclusive than that. No, I'm a Christian. I need to believe the Bible. <laughs> right? And if you are a Christian, if you are a believer, people say, well, I got a right to my beliefs. No, if you're a Christian, you're not, you don't have a right to just make up stuff and believe what you decide you want to believe. We're told what to believe in this word. And what I just described to you is what the scripture says. If you, if you say, well, I don't know about all this virgin birth stuff, all this being raised from the dead. I mean, can I just believe that Jesus taught some good moral things? Well, you're lost if you don't believe that he is the Christ, the anointed one, the one sent to redeem the world, the Messiah. Yeah, you got you to go beyond believing he's a good teacher, good moral man. Whoever believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. I believe that. Hallelujah. Uh, when I was uh, uh, 12, 13 years old, I, I walked the uh, aisle of a Baptist church and, and, and knelt down at the altar and, and gave my heart to the Lord and confessed Jesus as Lord of my life. And I know something amazing happened inside of me when I did that. It was so amazing because the next day, you know, that was Sunday and Monday, I'm back at school and I'm looking around in the class and I didn't have any ill will in my thoughts against it. People I thought I didn't like, I looked at them and I'm like, they're okay. <laughs> and I'm looking at maybe a teacher I wasn't so fond of. What had happened? The love of God had been shed abroad in my heart by the Holy Spirit. It's not just, you know, you get a little information, you change your thinking a little bit. No, you are born again, born from above, recreated. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So this is not just a matter of going to church. This is not just a matter of reading a couple of books and uh, deciding you adopt a, a precept or concept no, this is major spiritual miracle. And when you are born of God, it makes you something that you were not before. Verse 4 says, For whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. Getting an extensive education will not make you a world overcomer. <laughs> Having a bunch of hours of therapy and really getting to know yourself <laughs> will not make you a world overcome. It'll depress you. <laughs> uh -uh. Your goal must not be to discover yourself. Um, that is a futile and a frustrating path. No, as a believer, I don't need to find out who I am. I need to find out who he is because I'm in him. When I find out who he is, I found out who I am because I'm in him and he's in me. And there's victory in that. Oh, there's peace in that. There's joy in that. There's glory in that. Hallelujah. Uh, but when you're born from above, you're born again, 
because of your believing on Jesus, you're accepting who the Father God said he is, his son, uh, uh, born of a virgin, uh, crucified and raised from the dead, ascended now into heaven, sat down at the right hand of majesty on high, where he ever lives to make intercession for us, soon to come again. Uh, are you hearing Jesus is very, very special? Huh? Not just another man. He is, there's nobody like him, nobody else that could be the savior of mankind. He is the only one that could do what he did as far as offering his sinless, spotless soul and his blood, uh, you know, being God and yet being made man uh, unique in that sense. And if you don't hold him in that regard and, and submit to him and confess him as God, as master, as savior, then you won't have been born of God. And all the things we're talking about, about being an overcomer, won't apply to you. But I thank God that I have received him and I have confessed him and I do hold him in that place. Everybody said out loud, Lord Jesus, I confess you as my Lord and my Savior and I give you the highest place in my heart and my mind. You are Lord. You have risen from the dead and you are Lord. Hallelujah. We're talking about Lord of Lords, King of Kings. Hallelujah. Above with a name above every name that is named, not only in this world, but in everything that is to come. He has that place in our lives that nobody else, nothing else can have. And because of that, we have been born of him. He that believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. Not going to be, uh, you, you have been and you are. And verse 4, whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. Well, that makes sense. Having been born of the incorruptible of the, you know, nobody can defeat God. Nobody can overcome God. And if God be for us, who can be against us, right? I mean, why, why, that's why that's true, because if God is for you, for anybody to conquer you, they'd have to conquer him, because he's for you, and he's with you, and he's helping you. And so if I am born of him, of what he is, then I'd have to be an overcomer because of what he is. So say it out loud, I'm born of God, I'm born of God. and I am, I am. An, overcomer. an overcomer. What do overcomers do? Overcome. Well, they, they overcome, <laughs> right? They, they, they come over, they go over, they make it over and through and beyond uh, whatever that might come against them. You know, I think some people have misunderstood. They've thought, well, if, you, if you're a faith person, uh, you, you live by faith, and without saying it, they imagine that if I'm really a faith person, then I never have to use my faith. <laughs> Having, being a faith person means nothing happens. 
Well, how can you be an overcomer and there's nothing to overcome? <laughs> no, no. Uh, you live and I live in a world full of the curse, full of sin, full of death, full of distortion, full of all kind of problems. And so there will be plenty to have to overcome. And you, you're not in control of everybody around you or even all of the elements and everything everywhere. And so there will be issues. There will be, you know that. Uh, if you lived here any length of time <laughs> on planet Earth, there's been stuff to deal with, right? And uh, you're not going to get to this ethereal place in faith where you never have to deal with anything anymore. Uh, then you'd cease to be an overcomer. No, uh, having faith, living by faith, doesn't mean you never have to deal with anything. It means when you do have to deal with it, you overcome. You're not defeated. You, you're not overwhelmed and overcome. You overcome. You triumph. You win again and again and again. Amen. And so when something shows up, that's, you know, trying to harass you, trying to stop you, trying to hurt you. You don't just wilt and fold and cry. No, you stir up yourself. You put on the whole armor of God. Is that right? And you say, huh, you want to dance with me? You want to cause me a problem? Let me show you what the greater one can do. Hallelujah. And you fight the good fight of faith. And you don't quit. And even if you find yourself, you know, caught by surprise and your head was there where your feet were just a few moments ago, what do you do? You shake it off, you shake it off, you stir yourself up, you get back up and you say, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world and you overcome. Somebody say, I overcome. I over, you overcome uh, attacks on your body. You overcome attacks on your mind. You overcome your own mistakes, your own failures. You, you receive forgiveness and cleansing, and, and you overcome it, and you put it behind you, forgetting those things that are behind Amen. and pressing toward the mark. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why? Because you're born of God, because you're an overcomer. That's who you are. That's what you are. Amen. Say it again. I'm born of God, I'm born of God. and I am, and I am an overcomer. What do overcomers do? Overcome. They, they overcome. They win. They triumph. Now that's what he says in this next phrase. He says, uh, for whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. And then he says, and this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Now, we will not be victorious without faith. Even though everything's been done, even though the greater one resides in us, we won't be victorious. We won't overcome without faith. It, the, victory is inseparable from faith. This is the victory that overcomes the world. This is how we do it on a daily basis. The just shall live by faith. The just shall walk by faith. And we overcome by faith. That's why we say that, you know, at, at the end of the class. That's not just random sayings. You see, one of them is right here, don't you? We overcome by faith. And that's how 
It is walked out every step of the way. And it is so comforting. It is, it is so stabilizing to know the correct response for every situation. You don't have to figure it out. And even when your head doesn't have any of the answers of what to do, what are we going to do now? We're going to believe God. <laughs> right? We've already got the answer. What are we not going to do? We're not going to throw up our hands and give up and quit. Because we're overcomers. Amen. We're not going to start talking a bunch of doubt and unbelief about how hard it is, about how there's no way, about how we can't, we can't, I just can't, I'm sorry, I can't. Overcomers don't talk that way. I said they don't talk that way. But, it, but you would feel that way in some situations. You will look that way in some situations. That's where faith comes in. Faith is not moved by what we feel or see. Faith is moved by what God has said and, and what, what it has chosen to believe. And so you're saying, uh, I don't care what I see. I don't care what I feel. The Lord is with me. And he's gotten me through tougher things than this, right? And he never leaves me. He never forsakes me. Uh, what is the right response? Faith. You remember on one occasion, uh, the Lord was out, you know, they were outside in the fields with these great big crowd of people. I mean, must have been, I don't know, who knows, 10, 15,000 people sometimes, 20,000 on these hillsides. And he turned and looked at one of his disciples. He said, where are we going to get food <laughs> to feed all these people? And uh, he asked Philip. That. And, um, and, and it said, this he said, uh, you know, because he already knew what he was going to do. The Lord already had direction from the Father, from, by the Spirit. He already knew what he was going to do. So why did he ask him that? Where are we going to buy bread and get bread for all these people? And, um, and, and he, he comes up and says, well, you know, uh, I'm going to paraphrase, three quarters of a year of wages wouldn't buy be enough to buy just a bite or two for this whole crowd. So thousands of dollars worth of Happy Meals wouldn't touch this. <laughs> it's a big crowd. It's a big crowd. So did the, did the Lord really expect the disciple that he's asking this question? Did he expect him to go, hmm, let me see, let me see, let me see. Okay, I got it. I got it. There's a little boy's lunch here. You're going to pray over it. You're going to pass it out. It's going to multiply. And whoo, everybody's going to be fed and there's going to be baskets. Did he expect him to know any of that? No. No, he didn't. Then why ask him the question and what kind of response does he expect if he wouldn't know? Even though you don't know what you don't know how, you don't know who, you don't know where, you don't know when. You can know a faith response. You can say, well, Lord, you'll provide. Yes. Hallelujah. The Lord will provide. That would have made the Lord smile, I know. Yeah. Hallelujah. Lord, uh, and, and, and oftentimes you'll see that uh, an angel in a visitation or a vision or the, the Lord by his spirit would ask a prophet a certain question and more than once the prophet would say oh Lord you know 
<laughs> that is a good answer. You might say, well, that's, a, that's an obvious, simple. No, it's a faith answer. It's a faith answer that we don't have to just be perplexed and go, oh, no, I don't know. How could we find out? There's no way. That's what he didn't want to hear. The, these guys now have been with him long enough that they should be developing in some faith. And faith is always positive. Faith is always viewing victory. Say it out loud. Faith, faith is the victory that overcomes the world. Hallelujah. And so you, faith is not just something you do when it comes church time on Sunday. Faith is a way of living, a, fa a way of walking through the day. And it is a way of seeing things. It is a perspective of victory. How are we going to deal with this? Uh, we're going to win. Yes. We're gonna, will, will we have enough money to take care of all this? We'll have more than enough money. Huh? And then your mind says, I don't have a clue where it's coming from. You say, you don't have to. We know God. He's faithful. He told us he'd take care of us. He told us he'd supply all our needs. Come on, can you see this? So when he asked the disciple, where are we going to get food to feed all these people? Why would he ask him that? He's looking for a faith response. Not for him to know all the details, because how could he know? Lest the Lord revealed it to him. And so he's just always looking for us to exhibit and, and uh, express trust in him, faith in him. You can trust somebody without knowing all the details, can't you? And you'll hear people sometimes say, well, I'm going to have to understand some more before I, I, I get involved in this. Well, that means you don't trust. You're, you're insisting on walking by sight. But when you walk by faith, you're not walking by sight. You don't see it. You don't understand it. Faith is the substance of things hoped for or expected. It's the evidence of things what? Not seen. Said out loud, I walk by faith, not by sight. Hallelujah. And so can you give a faith response in any situation? Hmm? And like I, what I was saying is that is so liberating it is so comforting because I can wake up in the morning and know I got the answer for everything <laughs> today. Is that right? Before I even know the question, I got the What's the answer? I'm going to trust God. Is that right? I'm, I'm going to look to him in all my ways. I'm going to acknowledge him and he will direct my paths. I will reach out to him and draw near to him uh, in, in reaching for my answers and help. And he will draw near to me. He, he will respond to me. I will ask. It will be given. I will seek. He will cause me to find it. I will knock. He will cause it to be opened unto me. Can you say amen? amen. And I can know that before I ever, my feet ever hit the floor starting my day. I can know that and be sure of that. 
What are we going to do? What are we going to do? We're going to trust God. He will show us. And many times that can be followed up with a prayer. And if it's more than one person involved, you might pray the prayer of agreement with them and say, Lord, you know, show us what to do. In fact, go to James while we're talking about this. James, the first chapter. Don't you like faith? Yes. Once you find out something about it, uh, you, you're committed. You, you're like, I'm, I'm not going to live any other way. This is it. This is how I'm going to live. It's the most exciting way to live. It's the most victorious way to live. It pleases God. In James 1, he's talking about this in verse 5. If any of you lack wisdom, ask for it. Now, wisdom has to do with what to do. If you don't know what to do about a situation, you lack knowledge, you lack understanding, you lack wisdom. Wisdom, uh, wisdom is an amazing subject, and, and, and you can't get wisdom, true uh, holy wisdom, anywhere else except from God. He knows the end from the beginning. And so that's part of what wisdom is, is to see how to get the desired outcome. If I do this, then this is going to happen, and it'll wind up here. That's wisdom. But when you're looking at a situation and you don't know how to get from where you are to where you want to be, what you need is... Wisdom, godly wisdom. And if you need some godly wisdom, what do you do? Ask. Let him ask of God. And God gives to all liberally. So not just a few special people that he gives his wisdom to. Anybody that will sincerely ask him, he'll give it to you. Liberally. And give you, give you not just the minimum required, give you an ample supply of it. And upbraids not. He, he won't mock you for being dumb. <laughs> and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith. Well, now how can you ask for something in faith that you don't even know what you need to ask for? I don't know what to do. That's why I'm asking for wisdom and help. How can I do that in faith? Easy. Trusting the one you're asking for trusting that he'll do what he said, that he will give it to you, trusting that you'll know and you'll be able to do the right thing and this thing's going to be solved just in a few minutes here probably or by the end of the day or the end of the week or whatever it takes, but the wisdom is coming my way. Let him ask in faith, nothing wavering, for he that wavers is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. Let not that man think he'll receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. This faith gives you stability from the time you open your eyes in the morning because you know that even what I don't know, I can ask and the Lord will show me and I can get, oh, come on, can you see this? And you have this perspective and outlook of triumph and victory, why? Because you're an overcomer. You're born of God, and the victory that overcomes the world is your faith. And we're out of time. <laughs> Say it out loud. I live by faith. I walk by faith. 
I overcome this world by faith. I'm strong in faith, giving glory to God. We'll see you next time here in Faith School. I've got the victory living inside. Thank you for joining us at Faith School. Class is dismissed for today, but you can watch this and other episodes of Faith School free of charge at faithschool.org. For more information, visit our website or call us at 941-702-7390.